Very excited about this week's podcast. We're going old school, and I've brought in the nutritionist, Tatiana, to talk about it. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. We're going to talk about creatine. Very excited about this one. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism, and boost all-day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity, and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, Garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine, and an industry-leading four grams of acetyl L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. And today we're going to add to that creatine loaded. Yes, please. Yeah, you love your creatine, don't you? I do. I've been asking you to do this podcast for a while. I know, but nobody really cares about creatine, but I'm very wrong. Well, We've done a lot of research recently. Yeah, everyone's Mm. been really scared of creatine in the past 10 years, and it's crazy because it's one of the best studied supplements in the world, if not the best, most studied sports supplements in the world. And everyone just seems to be scared of it because everyone... And, and, And you know what? What's really interesting here is people probably can't see you and what you do, but you're a triathlete. Yeah. And you've competed on the world stage. Like, it's not like you're doing a little triathlete down at Rabina on a Sunday. We're talking <laughs> someone who's had a fair crack at being a triathlete and, and you love creatine. Yeah, I do. I actually do my carbo loading, which is, and it's funny because that's another thing that we're going to talk about. A lot of endurance athletes don't understand the importance of creatine either. And I actually use it for my carbo loading a lot. Which is a very different strategy to what someone in the gym bodybuilding would be doing. So it's a really, this is why you want to jump on and talk about because there's so many things it does. Exactly. We actually use it for mental focus and memory as well. So we can talk about a little bit so about you that use as it well. As part of your carb loading strategy, we have a lot of athletes using it for you know strength and power. Yeah. Which everybody knows creatine for. And uh, now you're talking about nutrity and a whole lot of things that go with it. So yeah. Let's strap in. Let's just dig deep on creatine. Okay. Let's do it. So where do you want to start from? Do you let, want to start from sprints? Let's start, power? No, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about the basic model of creatine. Let's talk about strength and power yeah so creatine we use creatine to produce energy pretty much so to produce atp which is our energy little bubble we use creatine for that and we use that in the first few seconds of a sprint for example so that's why we used to see creatine attached to power sprints repetitive sprints because you you need that for so let's turn this back to bench press okay so for people listening there that why should i take creatine i want to bench more yeah so which part of our bench press is creatine kicking Probably three to four reps. So the first few seconds, Mm -hmm. if you do a bit faster, not very slow. But then once you recover, you get your creatine back and do it again. So you can, it can be repetitive. So you're talking recover during sets or recover during days when you say During sets. Okay. So if you're supplementing properly creatine, you will have enough to resynthesize that in your muscles and then use it again if you give it the, the right amount of rest. Nice. So that's what we were talking about the other day that they weren't here, but we were talking about heat sessions and, and that max effort. You need that recovery, uh, a few minutes and very short sprints or very short efforts. Yeah, but intense then, effort. Yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. So, But then when you once you get the recovery, you can get that creatine back and then so do it again. I'm hitting the 
mentioned lifting, 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 like a lot of people are. How long between these sets should we be waiting to get that benefit? So for power, you have to wait a minute to two minutes. Yep. It, it really depends on what you're looking for and what cycle you are in your training. Well, I'm just going to talk about my son, Taj, for a second. Yeah. He comes home and goes, Dad, I benched over 100 today. How many reps is that? Yeah, well, I'm not going to dig deep on that because that's his personal life. But he's <laughs> like, that. that's what he's into. He goes, I got there. I lifted heavy. I did a yeah. big session. And I often ask him how he trains and what he does. And it cha- changed a lot. Like at that age, they're, they're looking at a lot of different, a lot of self-discovery. And yeah. he's probably going to hate me talking about him right now. But for someone like him who's out there and they are lifting, you reckon a minute between this and, yeah, you, and creatine's to ready minutes. to go again as long yeah. as you've adequately loaded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're supplementing, you should be able to recover that. Nice. Yeah. So the studies have shown that if you're supplementing it properly, uh, in about a minute or two, you should be able to get that back in your muscles to do that that first few seconds again. So for us really dummies good... out there, you said get it back into your muscles. Yeah. So what does that mean? can get really complicated, but the, the energy systems will go between our muscles and our liver. Yep. So when we recover, for example, when you use when you're using energy in a muscle, we're mainly going to use glycogen yep. to start with. Uh, if you're lacking glycogen, you go into your protein. Mm-hmm. We tend to think only of protein and fat, but fat is a very expensive energy for our muscles to use because it has to. We have to get out of the muscle, go into our fat cells, get that out, and it's a very expensive process. Whereas in the muscles, it's very quick. So once you run out of glycogen, you go into breaking protein, and that's a problem because that's when we're losing muscle. Yep. The creatine won't let you do this. Creatine actually works really well with the glycogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works really well with glucose, actually, with sugars. And that's why we often see, like, we got we had a product called MySite, and we did research back in 2003. We still get people today asking us when we're bringing it back, and we are going to bring it back in 2021. Yeah. For everyone out there, and we will do our MySite and podcast next, but we'll just, we'll run through just the concepts here of, when you say it works really well with glycogen, are you talking about people who have consumed that, or are you talking about stores of glycogen? Both. So what, what the studies shown, and we don't know which way it works, but we found that glucose increases the uptake of creatine yep. by the muscle. And we also noticed that creatine increases the uptake of glucose in the muscle to become glycogen. So okay. glycogen is a lot of glucose together. They're stored in the muscle as energy. So it works both ways. That's why I do my carbo-loading with creatine, mm-hmm. because the glycogen uptake by the muscle is a lot higher when you're using creatine. And that works both ways. So that's really interesting you should say that because us people in the fitness industry not so much in that loading capacity you're talking about we go we put carbohydrate with our creatine and you're saying you're, you're putting creatine with your carbohydrate yeah so the mindset's totally different here so we've probably stepped into endurance athlete space now not both, both? so we're still talking about both if, yeah. if you're going to the gym and you're trying to put on muscle for example is what, what i just talked about if you don't have glycogen but you're not really going to carb load in a in the way that you would as a triathlete going no not gym. pre-race and yeah. I don't do that every day either. Yeah. That's pre-race. is different. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. That's when you're adding creatine, creatine to your... No, I actually have creatine every morning before my first training session. Uh, so, but are you using that for power and strength or are you using that for hydration? Hydration. Okay. So that's another aspect of it because glycogen does hold a lot of water in the muscle and yeah. creatine helps that as well. And that's what so everyone... So it pulls water into the muscle exactly. in a simple theory. Okay. Yeah. And that's what everyone is scared of because we've heard so many times that creatine makes you put on weight. Yeah, but if that's pulling water in the muscle, that's not fat. That's That would be lean muscle. Yeah, yeah. that's muscle and that's your muscle hydrated. Yeah. Because we use water 
for every biochemical process in in the muscle and in, in our body. So mm. if you're dehydrated there, you're gonna start to fail. And I I really feel that what when I'm racing, when I'm training, once you get dehydrated, you start to have cramps and you start to have problems because your energy systems won't work the same way. What about someone who's on a high protein diet and then using creatine and water? Are they gonna cramp up and have a lot of negative effects from using? No, not at all. Not at all. Well, you do you do need the glucose with it. We found that most creatine will go and will get released by the body and not used if you well, don't have 80% of glucose. people in research respond to creatine, 20% don't. Yeah. Yeah, so if yeah. you look at, in depth at all the research, and Dr. Mack and I went through that years ago. Yeah, it changes. And I always talk about this, but the and we found actually that vegans respond a lot better to creatine. Really? Yeah, because they don't eat as much creatine in oh, their normal from diet. Me. So they, they respond really quickly. The response is amazing. And the, the response with glucose is a lot better as well. Okay. So we've probably been quite confusing now because we've gone through about 10 okay. different ways you can use creatine with no real direction on where that, that's going from. So do you want to just summarize again some of the ways and reasons we might use creatine and, and we'll grab one of those and run with it next? Yeah, I think, I think the first the first thing that we wanted to talk about today is this fee of creatine and we yep. touched on that. We're a bit messy in the there. Are you talking from the early research on older pops that had predisposed issues or are you talking people uh, I don't think the, the, just wanting that super ripped look and so they go they stay away from creatine. Yeah, I think was the fact that we've been told we put on weight on creatine, <coughs> which is which is not true as we talked about. The predisposition thing is something that we learned very early on that if you do have problems with your kidneys, creatine might not be the way to go. Um, but that would be for a lot of things, not just creatine. Exactly. Your kidneys are, are, are the filter of your body, yeah, so, so you can have... you've got any issue or you're predisposed to anything, talk to a doctor before you do exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah. Please, please, yeah. especially proteins and yeah. everything that we talk about. Apart from that, there's no that there's no research showing any other side effects of creatine. And I think the biggest fear there was this put on weight thing. And we have to understand that fitness models and the guys competing on the big stage, that look is not a, a look that we can maintain every, every day. Look. No, it's yeah. a dehydrated look because yeah. you only want to see that muscle. That's the day. Yeah. So And that's for that day. And mm. if you talk to someone that competes on high level there, they have really low energy by the end of the day because it's exhausting. They're very dehydrated. It's similar with the guys from MMA and Jiu-Jitsu when they have to lose weight. But that's dehydration is completely different. We can't expect to have that shred look all the time mm. because you won't be able to do anything else with your day. You might look good in the gym, but you won't even be able to walk up the stairs properly. Yeah, okay. So we shouldn't have this fear from creatine. That was the first point we wanted to talk about creatine. Let's stop hating on creatine. I don't hate it. <laughs> oh, no, you love it. I'm a massive fan of it, actually. Yeah, but we, from what you told us, we are not seeing that no one is looking for creatine as they used to 10 years ago. And creatine is amazing. So we did find that with with the proper supplementation system, it increases muscle mass, lean muscle mass, uh, increases power, increases sprinting capacity. Endurance, we haven't been able to prove endurance yet, but we don't have a lot of studies on hydration and dehydration yet because a lot of the research is going towards gym and, and, and power yep. sports. I do believe that it makes a big difference. Um, a lot of people take salt during races to not cramp up and I have no problems with my creatine. So I usually put my creatine in my bottle on my bike. So in terms of hydration is really important too. But it's definitely something for muscle mass gain, lean muscle mass. If you feel like you swell up a little bit 
it, it's not fat. And that's the most important part of it. Creatine does not make you put on fat. So it's water, you're hydrated, and you'll be able to work out a lot better and you'll be able to perform a lot better. Actually, it's funny that you talked about Taj because I was writing something on creatine and he asked me about it and explained how the energy systems work and how important it is to have that glycogen there and that water there so your muscles are working and you'll be able to perform a lot better. And if you if your muscles don't have the glycogen and the water to function properly, you're not going to be putting on lean muscle mass yeah. because you're exhausted and you're going to start <clears throat> burning protein as energy because protein is actually a great source of energy for your body. So it's not it's not going to be bothered going down to fat whilst you're exercising. It's either glycogen or protein. Okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism and boost all-day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, Garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine and an industry-leading four grams of acetyl-L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. So let's talk about older populations. Would a 45 plus executive is getting back into training smash the creatine or not? It really depends, doesn't it? Has he been drinking? Of course has he has. He been, He's a 45 plus has year he old been executive. Eating properly? Is he stressed? There's a lot of... Let's just talk generally yes to all those. I mean, I'm not talking someone who's hitting the piss every night because they're not getting to the gym. Well done to those that are. Yeah. But they're probably not hitting the gym as regularly and, and as caring as to what they want to achieve from the gym. So I'm talking someone that might you know enjoy their sat- Fridays and Saturday nights. Yeah. Yeah. They're not looking to dry up like the rest of the uh, industry might want to. Yeah. If yep. you have never had anything with your kidneys, I'll be happy to say that creatine is safe. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's a great yeah, way that's, to that's that's really good nutritionists. We love the safe talks and thank you very much for that. <laughs> we want to know is it going to help us? It will definitely help, especially after that age with females being about 35 to 40 years old and males being 40 to 45 years old to 50 that you start to decrease lean muscle mass. Creatine really helps. Yep. Yeah. Why? Because of everything that we just talked about yeah. you you having creatine will give and that's the same with the brain function studies creatine will just provide a way of your body to produce more energy okay. so because it's used to produce energy the more you have you're not going to take if you take too much it's going to go to your pee so don't go too crazy on it follow a proper protocol if you're supplementing properly on it and you have it available in your body you have your body will have energy to be produced a lot easier yeah you'll see most brands these days saying have around three grams a day yeah um that's pretty safe if you ask me yeah yeah your body does to itself yeah something like that yeah is that right yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. and you get that on red meat and other products as well exactly yeah and uh for those out there that don't want to load it's just going to take you a month of using creatine to 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 get your full stores yeah some people will do a six day sprint you know three to four times a day for six days we won't dig too deep on that we'll talk about the university study we did with my site in a a future one in that area there yeah but um loading is very common but it's also short it's so yes, probably not the safest way to do something, but definitely not in my opinion, not, yeah. not unsafe. It really depends on what you're trying to do as well. I, I feel like three three grams a day is a safe way to maintain that throughout your weeks and months, yep. and you don't have to change that when it, when you're loading. You do have to back off a little bit because it starts not not have that effect anymore yeah, exactly. after you over saturated. Couple of on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, time off as a nootropic as well as being really well used. You know what? 
I've been looking at a lot of the blogs on nootropics because it's a massive thing for me is nootropics. Like yeah. That's one of my big life hacks and I'm trying to put a lot of it in products these days. And creatine keeps popping up. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting that that would, because back, you, you think about creatine from 10 years ago, it was truly about looking bigger. Yeah. And then we worked out, hang on, this has actually got advances in, you know, like that that initial power sport you were talking about, like yeah. that, that let's turn it on and gee, I'm a little bit quicker, I can lift a little bit heavier, I'm a little bit faster. Yeah. Now you're talking about nootropics with it and do you want to explain to us why that that's happening? It's the same idea of the brain. So you're producing more energy. You have more of that compound to to be able to produce energy from. So you know how when I'm under the bench or I'm about to sprint, creatine gives me that little burst and then, as you said, it goes away, it comes back, it goes. Does the same thing happen when we're thinking? Yeah, but it, it it's actually better because it, it's been proven to reduce mental fatigue. So your memory will improve, your mental performance will improve. Uh, it's funny because we don't have enough studies on endurance sports, but it's shown to improve endurance, mental endurance. Ah, okay. So, but the principle is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you were making your daily little smoothie thing as you nutritionalists do, you would have creatine in it? Yeah. yeah and okay. beetroot probably. So and beetroot, I, yeah, I always right. have like a That's... bit of a juice with beetroot and creatine. <laughs> nutritionists love those nitrates. <laughs> Exactly. Maybe. So let's just explain that that it does increase blood flow and yeah. it helps with oxygen uptake. So that's why. And when you're taking creatine, we'll just open everything up and 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 we'll just help with the uptake of creatine as well. Sweet. So the big question, and I, I've got my opinion on this, but I'm keen to hear yours. Creatine, just take it every day. Take it pre-training or take it post-training. Both will help, but pre-training might help. But it's um the studies are still a bit funny on it. Two hours, three hours before some studies say. 30 minutes before I think if you're taking every day you're going to load up on that and just keep it consistent but that's probably the big thing there just be consistent yeah yeah, yeah exactly um, but but I, th- I think it works for training for me for different reasons for power reasons maybe a few hours before yeah I take it 30 minutes before training yeah nice nice I just believe you get it in get your stores get yep. loaded up and have it there ready to go when you need it yeah exactly me personally yeah yeah and uh, that's how it works yeah yeah so but you're using it for a lot more reasons and what the traditional purposes. Yeah, well, I for apart from because I'm in I'm hopeless at, at power and sprint. <laughs> if we do a hundred, if we both do a hundred minute sprint, by the time I start running, you'll be halfway already. I'm just like I'm, well, I'm just going to put a big no on that, but we'll just we'll just jog <laughs> on for that. I... In terms in terms of hydration, I think is really important, and that's why I use it the most, as well as the the glycogen. Because I heard you talking to an elite athlete the other day for us, and one of the things one of their concerns was hydration and you start talking about creatine I thought oh god yeah it, it's funny because you already knew that but his first concern was am I going to put on weight and I said well w- let's analyze what weight is for you are you really he's, he's probably going to race in Tokyo and Tokyo will be really hot for the Olympics because it's in the middle of the year there and everyone knows it's really hot and humid so I just every- want to talk about the snow in Japan at the moment where I should be right now yeah. I just want to throw it out to all now it's going to be summer and everyone's preparing to be very dehydrated the yeah. the Test events there were brutal on the athletes. So a lot of athletes are concerned about their hydration. Um, so he came to me and his concern was, am I going to put on weight? And I said, well, you might put on one kilo of liquid in your muscle. Is that fat? Is that really going to weigh you down or is that going to help you? Surely the power aspects of taking the creatine would outweigh that kilo. Yeah, yeah. I, and it, it's funny because his concern was hydration and he, and he studied himself, but he was still concerned about the, the weight gain. And I said, in, how, how much 
weight do you lose in a race? And some athletes lose two, three, three kilos. Absolutely, of, yeah. yeah. So it's important to be hydrated. I think that's why we're doing this podcast today. I just want, really want people to stop being scared of creatine because of weight gain, because it's not a real weight gain. It's your muscles being hydrated. And this is really important to make them function properly. Love it. Look, this is a lead up to us launching MySite next year. Yeah. MySite is our creatine transporter. We did the research with uh, Rogerson back in 2003. We, I, I just love the product. It's such a simple, simple product, yet it's so effective. One of the good things that came from us is, you know, we noted in, because we actually studied creatine. So we did MySite versus pure creatine, yeah. which nobody had done. They'd done like their transporters versus sugar or some other substance. Yeah. And we got the same things. 80% of the creatine group responded, 20 didn't. We had 100% of people respond by the MySite and formula being added to it. And we'll talk about that soon as, yeah. as to the whys. The load we did, guys put on average of four to five kilos, right. which was huge in six yeah. days. Yeah. They did load four times a day during that process. Yeah. There's a fair bit of water in that load. So yeah. the strategies were all by Dr. Rogerson back then. What we found was everyone's bench press increased. There was a 200% increase in upper arm girth versus the creatine group, not 200% increase in upper arm girth, yeah, which yeah. I go on these blogs, people go, oh, look at these idiots saying 200% increase in upper <laughs> arm girth. I'm liking, I'm sitting there going, why would someone even write that? Could you imagine getting 200% upper arm <laughs> girth growth? Like, wow, <laughs> you'd be bathing in the stuff. if that's. What you, but that was versus creatine. Yeah. But one of the things Shane said to me, which I thought was really cool, he goes, Greg, these guys put on, it was actually five kilos, but we say four to five, just we don't talk it up too much. Because it's B-value. But what he basically <laughs> said was, these guys were four to five kilos heavier and lost no speed. Yeah. So he said if he'd done a longer study, he reckons he would have had four to five kilo heavier athletes running faster. Yeah. So when you start looking at creatine and then using the transporter like MySite, mm. an amazing supplement. And when you look around the world of sports nutrition, there's not many that can make claims like that research we have in MySite and says. No. Uh, and I've been looking at research, like recent researches, and I think you started a, a trend there because there's a few researchers looking into hydrolytes and sugar with the creatine. Yep. And it, it it's amazing, but they, they don't have a product to use with. They just make their own mix. So I'm Well, I've had to do that for the last 10 years with people. I've been saying, go buy this, do this, do this. And we've been, I've been remaking my site for athletes. And that's forever. what I do every morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you do the same thing in your theory. So yeah, it's coming back out. I'm pretty excited about it. It's got a bit of magnesium. It's got some other little things in there, some Calcium, electrolytes and yep, stuff. Yeah, yep. So there's some pretty cool things in there. Yeah. And that was one of the products that Shane came to me and he was looking at the Australian sports nutrition. This is back in 2003. I didn't have a lot of real competitors back then, if you know what I mean, in yep. this market. And he came to me and said, man, I want to study this. And I'm like, really? He's like, yep. And he goes, I want to do something that no one else has done. And he goes, I want to actually study it versus pure creatine. And I went, oh God, that just, that doesn't sound as sexy as you saying it <laughs> absolutely did this like thousand percent increase in whatever. Yeah. It is one of the things that people still talk our brand about in the research that we did that they go, you know, that product is good. Nathan, on our 21st birthday, said, I want to bring it back. So we are. It's pretty amazing because 2003, I wasn't even at uni yet studying yeah. uni. I was at school. So it's pretty amazing to see how you came up with that so early. And now everyone's talking about it because when I look up creatine now, no one is supplementing creatine by itself mm. anymore. They are trying different mixes and all the ones that show results are very similar to myositin. So. Yeah. And, you know, we went through that research just before you started, actually. I know you've been an athlete we've spoken to, but from you coming on board as like a, a, an official nutritionist, we went back and said, oh, should we use these new sugars? Should we use these new creatines? Should we add this? And we just went, you know what? No, the research says it works. Yeah, Let's yeah. just stick with what works. And we're going old school. And this one, she hasn't changed a bit. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it coming out. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So you talk about creatine phobias. Well, let's add carb phobias to that too. Let's see how this product launch goes. It could be an absolute <laughs> winner. Well, we'll, or it could we'll be one change that you people's see. minds until then because I, I, I 
I love carbohydrates, creatine, hydrolytes. Yeah. Let's let's make our muscles healthier so we can grow them. It's like your plant. If you don't give it water and food, it's not gonna it's not gonna grow. So how are we trying to grow our muscles and our performance if we're not feeding it and hydrating it? Love it. So we might get you to put a few papers on the website over the next couple of weeks in relation to creatine because we did cover a lot of topics here and it may be a little bit confusing yeah. from the guy that just wants to make his t-shirt look a bit tighter through to the person who wants to hydrate more. Yeah. So that's um, let's add nootropics on there as well. So yeah, that's a pretty big spray of potential what it can do. So let's um, let's dig some of that research out and get on the web if we can. Yep, sounds good. Bodyscience.com.au for all you people out there that might be interested. Just click on the articles menu. Thanks for coming on board, Tatiana. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was actually a good one. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.